What's up, guys? Christian Oriana here, back with another episode of Oriana Radio. It's been a couple weeks, but I finally have a new topic that I want to talk to you guys about. Uh, but before then, let's go ahead and do a quick update in regards to how I'm lifting, what program I'm on, all that good stuff. So currently, I've been lifting since the beginning of September. Um, I went ahead and started up MAPS Anabolic again. That's been like my go-to program this year. But more so this time around, I'd say, because since the gyms have been closed and I've been stuck doing at-home workouts, even the gym in my apartment complex is closed, um, the second time around, now that the gyms are back open, I went ahead and stuck with this program just because I want to see if there's any, how would I put this? Body recomposition, yeah, that's that's the words I'm looking for. The, I want to see if my body recomps because I haven't done this program to a T all the way through just yet. So I'm really curious to see how my body reacts. And I would say so far so good. I did the entire pre-phase in the month of September. I did phase one the month of October. Added an extra week to both of those. Um, the program is 12 weeks long, but I'm sorry, not 12 weeks, 16 weeks long, but I add an extra week in there just to make sure that I'm all good to go. And I think that it's really been paying off. And I mean, I'm not really watching my diet per se. I mean, we're, we're still in a pandemic. Um, obviously work can get stressful, life gets stressful. And right now I'm really just trying to get my strength back and hopefully put on a little bit more muscle. So I'm really macro conscious over anything. I'm not really hung up on the calories per se. Obviously, like I said, being health conscious, being macro conscious, just that alone really mitigates a lot of the potential harm that overeating could do. And obviously, if I'm watching that, I should be good to go. But like I mentioned before, my strength is coming back right now. I, in phase two of the program, it's more hypertrophy over anything. So it's really kicking my ass, but I'm really happy so far with the results. And hopefully at the end of this thing, I'll have somewhat of a package to present, whether it be through my tracking app on, on Gravitas to see how my strength has improved or hopefully body-wise, right? That would be the main goal. But other than that, I also want to take a second to hope that everybody is doing okay, right? We're still in this pandemic. It's still raging on. I know today California was just announced that we have a million cases, which means that we're going to be on high alert for the time being. So please do your best to stay safe out there. Obviously, I know we are going a little stir crazy staying inside, but we got to do what we got to do, right? And hopefully we'll come out of this on the other end. And hopefully they don't close the gyms again. But if they do, that's totally fine. But in other news, the real reason why I wanted to make a quick podcast today was because I posted a couple of days ago on my Instagram that I was going to do a food sensitivity test. Now, you're probably asking yourself, okay, why did you need to do a food sensitivity test? Well, I trace this all back to late 2016 slash 2017 through 2018 really when 
I was all about counting my macros, watching my calories. I was really into getting the weight down that I had put on during college. At my highest weight, I was 215 pounds. And now, uh, I or back then, I got back down to 175. Obviously, that's a huge weight difference. But really what did it, aside from the training, was my diet. And my diet back then consistently was a giant egg white omelet with spinach and ham every morning, or at least Monday through Friday. You know, a lot of protein oatmeal. That's when you mix protein powder in in an instant oatmeal packet. And chicken every single day for lunch, at least during the week, right? So I would get flame broiler every single day, or I would get chipotle, or anything that would really help me meet my protein count and my macros. So obviously my diet has come a long way since then and I've definitely changed it up quite a bit. But I think that those, maybe, I'm not sure, um, that back then doing that type of dieting and being consistent may have led to some food sensitivity nowadays. But I really wasn't sure. And I did notice that uh, when I ate certain foods... Uh, my my stomach would react or my digestion wouldn't be the best. And maybe this might be TMI for some people. But obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you are curious. So I'm an open book and I'm going to tell you guys pretty much everything. But more so, it my digestion just, just wasn't the best or I wouldn't go to the restroom uh, for a day or two. And, it, and like finally, it got to a point where I was like, I should just take this test. You know, it's a hundred bucks. Um, I'm probably going to gain way more than way more than, you know, just trying to figure it out, figure it out on my own. So I took it and I just got the results back yesterday. So let's go through this together real quick. So just to give you guys more context with this test, um, I believe Everlywell, Everlywell is the name of the company, but as far as what they do the test on, it's it's a variety of foods. So I want to make sure that I give you guys the full picture here. So let me take a quick peek at my Everly Well, um, the Everly Well website and their food sensitivity test. So as it says here, this at-home test measures your body's immune response to 96 foods to help guide you on what types of food may be the best to choose for an elimination diet. And for this test, it's usually 159 bucks, but I got it for $109. They have like special coupons for first-time users and all that good stuff. So $109. Bucks, um, it came in within, I want to say, three days. And when I took the test, you have to take your blood out, which, you know, I don't know for what reason, but when I prick my finger, like those those blood tests, when they prick your finger, I'm just a really big baby when it comes to those. So it took me like a whole five minutes to like get myself to prick myself on on like the side of my finger because I just, I guess I had a bad experience when I was a little kid or something. And I remember it hurting like a fuck ton. But this time around, when I finally did it, it wasn't too bad. Uh, and so I pricked my finger. I did five. They give you like a little card. And in this card, 
uh, you have five circles and within those circles, you're supposed to do a drop of blood and you want to make sure that you're as precise as possible. If not, I feel like they might reject your test. But luckily for me, I did all five little splotches of blood, but I wasn't the best at aiming, but obviously the, the test went through. So I guess it's not too serious. Um, but anyways, in regards to what they test, uh, they have several different types of foods. They have five types of dairy, two types of eggs, 16 different fruits, uh, 10 grains, five legumes, five types of meat, uh, 11 types of seafood, seven types of seeds and nuts, 15 spices, and 20 different vegetables. Obviously, I'm not going to name every single one. Uh, this is Everly Wells Food Sensitivity Test. Please take a peek at it or hit me up and I will give you the information for this. But yeah, 96 different types of uh, foods that you can look at or that they look at for you, right? So let's take a peek at my results. So out of all 96 foods that they test for, I have no foods that I react highly to. So if I were to react significantly to a certain type of food, they let me know, which probably would fuck up my stomach pretty bad. Uh, but none in that category. I have one food that I'm moderate. Uh, I have moderate reactivity to, and that's a soybean. And on the scale that they have, anything under 17 points, you're pretty much good. Anything between 17 and 58 points, uh, you're like moderate, you're like, let's see, mild reactivity. Uh, for the moderate reactivity, it's between 58 to 116 points. And then I think 116 and above means high reactivity. So the foods that I have are only mild and moderate. So soybean is the one that I'm most, like I have the highest reactivity to. And it gives you a breakdown pretty much of what a soybean is or, or the stuff that has soybean in it. So for the most part, that would be edamame, miso, tofu, tamari, and other foods that I can't pronounce, plus soy milk and soy sauce. And then it does tell you here, that there are hidden sources that do have soy, like processed chips, snacks, and protein bars. Protein bars being like the heavy hitters for me, I would say. I love protein bars. But luckily so far, I did research on like the Quest bars and the Len and Larry's cookies. And I think with the Len and Larry's cookies, I'm totally fine, which I'm pretty stoked on because I eat those all the time. Uh, so I got to watch out for that. And then I have like I mentioned before, 12 other foods. So a total of 13 foods. I have 12 foods that I have mild reactivity to. And mild reactivity foods, which are class one, I guess, on my test, create a smaller immune reaction, but they can be sneaky symptom causers. And basically what that means is like, even though my immune system or my stomach has a mild reaction to these foods, the symptoms I can have are still pretty big or can be pretty big. And so the foods that I have this reaction to are bell pepper, chicken, 
which going back to my my diet back then that explains a lot now i'm sensitive to chicken cow's milk is another one which i used to drink a ton of fucking milk when i was a little kid i would eat nesquik or not eat i would drink nesquik chocolate milk like every single day and obviously when i got on my diet and now as an adult i don't drink chocolate milk as much but here we are with a food sensitivity uh next i have crab egg white which was big in my diet like i mentioned with chicken that's probably why i'm sensitive to it now uh next i have eggplant garlic lima bean mozzarella cheese specifically rye wheat and yogurt so with all the stuff on this list that i have i would say that i definitely i definitely did notice or i do notice reactions to these foods when i do eat them whether it be like bloating i don't want to use this word but constipation or whatever it is I feel like I definitely have had these reactions to these foods. Now, when I posted on my Instagram, I had said that I wasn't going to do a podcast for like a month at least. But my girlfriend said, uh, shout out Vanessa. She said, why don't you do a part one and a part two? So here we are. This will be part one where I say pretty much what my results were what I think, and that's pretty much it. And then in part two, I've scheduled a consultation with a dietitian through Everly Well, and it's totally free to really dive in and interpret these results. So that won't happen until the end of the month uh, on the 23rd, I believe, is when I scheduled it. So we'll see what happens. But for now, my closings. My closing thoughts or statement would be moving forward now that I have this list of food and like basically ingredients in food that I have to look out for. I'm definitely going to apply that for the next couple of weeks and try to avoid these foods as much as possible. Assuming that if I do come across these foods uh, whenever I'm out and about or order food, what have you then I'll I'll definitely be a lot more conscious of how my stomach reacts uh, and make, make, I guess, an assumption from there or an educated assumption from there until I speak with this dietitian. Once I speak with the dietitian, I think I'll get a better picture of what I'm supposed to be doing with this information. But so far, I'm pretty happy that I did do it, even though the results barely came in yesterday. I know I started applying them today, and I I feel fine. Like, if I were to give you guys an example, like today I had chipotle. I would have ordered a chicken bowl with, like, the veggies or fajitas on top. But if I have a reaction to bell pepper and chicken, obviously that's going to affect me negatively. So I avoided that, and I'm fine. That was what I ate for lunch, and I'm fine right now. So, Yeah. Moving forward, I'm just going to apply this and see what happens, guys. And I really hope that you guys go and take this test for yourselves. Uh, if you guys would like to wait until I speak to a dietitian, uh, I totally get it. I, I probably would, too, just to make sure that these, uh, that I guess these results are exactly what I think they are. That way I can be the guinea pig for you guys. 
But regardless, in closing, take care of yourselves. Don't ignore when your body reacts to certain things. Uh, Your body will be the best marker of health, to be completely honest with you guys. So don't ignore it. And that's pretty much all I got, guys. I hope you guys have a great weekend since this is going live right now on Thursday. And stay safe out there. Hopefully I'll have some more info for you guys in the next one. Thanks, guys. Peace.